0: morning, guys. Welcome to Tuesday, man. I hope you guys have had an amazing start to your week. I hope you're able to tune in for Monday with Ron and just be blessed and that our week is just rolling. Um, over the last couple Tuesdays, we've really been looking at the Christian walk. What does it look like to walk through this life biblically as a Christian, right? First, we looked at how do you become a Christian, right? Accepting Jesus as your savior, believing in your heart, confessing with your mouth, who Jesus is. Um, And then last week, we really looked into how do we deal with our sin? What is sin? How do we deal with it? And we looked into David and how he dealt with the biggest sin that he has, Right, and at first it wasn't well, but then being a man after God's own heart, David rectified that situation, and he dealt with his sin in an amazing manner. Um, Today, I want to look at another fun subject, (laughs) which is looking at persecution, trials, and change. And how does a Christian walk through this life dealing with those things? Um, And like I said, in America, I don't know if we will ever fully understand persecution yet. I believe there's coming a day where Christianity will probably no longer be legal and we will face that persecution. Right now we don't. We have so many freedoms and we get to live and walk in a way that's amazing. And I know we have brothers and sisters overseas that face persecution every day where Christianity is illegal. You can't have a Bible, right? And how do you walk through that? So how do you look through those things as a Christian? Um, I really want to look to Jesus Because Jesus was a man who faced an innumerable amount of trials, an innumerable amount of persecution, right? And I wanna look at the biggest trial that he faced, right? Going to the cross. And I just wanna see how Jesus dealt with it. Um, We know that the world that we live in is far from perfect. Um, And being a Christian isn't easy. Um, We face persecutions, we face trials and we will face change. So Jesus said in John 16:33, right? He said, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But but take heart. I have overcome the world. So the cool thing is he said this to the to comfort his disciples before he would be tried and go to the cross before he faced that biggest trial in his life, right? I mean, going to the cross, can you imagine the pain that he endured and he knew was coming? He said this to comfort his closest friends, right? Take heart, I have overcome the world. So we're going to face those changes, but we have our Savior who is there, who has already been through those challenges, through those changes, through those trials, and we get to rely on him, um, because he faced everything, we can have peace in him. Um, another one that brings me peace. Another verse is in Deuteronomy thirty-one six, and Joshua says this. He says, "Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you." So he said this before that should the Israelites would go. And start to take the promised land. Um, the cool thing is I think it's an amazing foreshadow of God in us, right? The Holy Spirit, God with us. He will never leave us or forsake us. So, that was a long intro, but I want to look at those last few minutes before Jesus gets betrayed and goes on trial. And what he was doing and how he was handling that. Because there's so many times in this life that we will face... And this persecution, this trial, is bigger than I think anything we may face because of what he went through. No human that wasn't God could go through what he did on the cross. But I want to look at how, what he did in those times before this so that he was ready. Um, and it'll be in Matthew 26, 36 through 55. Um... So, if you're in your Bible, we're going to look at 26. Now, this is just as they are going to Gethsemane, and he is getting ready to pray to the Father in his time of need. Um, and we'll read a few, and then I just want to talk, point out a few things of what he did. So, let's just start. Matthew 26, verse 36. Then Jesus came with them, his disciples, to a place called Gethsemane, and said to the disciples, Sit here while I go and pray over there he took with him peter and the two sons of zebedee and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed then he said to them my soul is exceedingly sorrowful even to death stay here and watch with me he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed saying "O my father if it is possible let this cup pass from me nevertheless not as i will but as you will. So this is amazing, right? He's about to be betrayed by Judas. He's about to go to trial and then go to the cross. And he knows it. He knows the plan the Father has. And the first thing that he does in this difficult time, right? We all face difficult times. In this difficult time, Jesus goes to the Father. Jesus prays. So when you're facing something hard first thing our first instinct needs to be go to prayer needs to be to go to the father in prayer right to go to the bible to get encouragement from the words of jesus okay and jesus is saying god if there's any other way and we know that that was the only way jesus was lived the perfect life and he would die a brutal death to be the perfect sacrifice so that we can be connected with him and the Father, so that we can be saved. So let's keep reading. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, a second time, he went away and prayed, saying, O my Father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink of it, your will be done. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. So he left them, went away again, and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping, resting? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hand of sinners." rise let us be going see my betrayer is at hand so i want you to notice another thing jesus prayed the same thing three times right he went back and he warned he asked the disciples to pray with him he went back and prayed the same words he came back solemn sleeping went back a third time and prayed the same thing sometimes i think we think that if we say the same thing you know god gets tired of it like why does god want to hear the same thing but God wants to hear our hearts. And when we're going through a hard time, I don't think it's a bad thing to say, God, why why is this happening? Is there something else that I can do? Is there some other path? Is there a different way I can go? Right? Jesus went and prayed the same things three times. Now, I think we have to be aware that just because we have those repetitions, that doesn't mean God's will changes. Right? God wants the best for us, and he has the best plan for us. And this trial... Is only making us more like Jesus. Um, let's keep reading, okay? 47 of Matthew 26. And while he was still speaking, behold, Judas, one of the twelve, with a great multitude, with swords and clubs, came from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now his betrayer had given them a sign, saying, Whomever I kiss, he is the one, seize him immediately he went up to jesus and said greetings rabbi and kissed him but jesus said to him friend why have you come and they came and laid hands on him and laid hands on jesus and took him and suddenly one of those who were with jesus peter we know that from another gospel right stretched out his hand drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear but jesus said to him put your sword in its place for all who take the take the sword, will perish by the sword. Or do you think that I cannot now pray to my Father and he will provide me with more than 12 legions of angels? How then could the scriptures be fulfilled that it must happen thus? It must happen this way. This is amazing. In this hard time, Jesus knows he's prayed to the Father. The Father has made his will clear. This is what you will go through for, for you. Jesus went through this for you. He went through this for my sin, right? But at any minute, Jesus could have s- called for legions of angels to forcefully take things, right? But he didn't, because that's not the way it had to be fulfilled. He's telling Peter, you know, I don't need your sword, man. I need you to listen. I have to obey my Father, so obey me, right? In this hard time, he's still encouraging his people, Um, And we know what happens after this. He goes, he's tried, and he's killed in a brutal way. But look what he did. first thing he did is he surrounded himself with good people, with the disciples, right? They weren't perfect, but they were his followers. He went and he prayed to the Father. He went and prayed three times, asking the Father if there's any other way please let that way go. But if not, your will. Three times he prayed. And then with his heart being set on what God wanted, he followed through with the plan. So my challenge for you today is whatever you're going through, the Bible says that God works all things to the good of those who love the Lord. Now that doesn't mean that we won't face bad things. But that means that that bad thing that you're going through right now, that trial, that tribulation that you're going through, God is using it to form you and shape you more like Jesus. And the point of this walk is that we read, that we pray, that when we face hard times, the Bible says in James that we should face these trials with joy, right? Consider it pure joy, brethren, when you face various trials. Knowing that those trials will produce patience, right? Knowing that those trials will make us more into the form of Jesus and the point of this life, as we walk, that we get so close to Jesus, so close to God, that when others see us, they see Jesus, they see him, and we can point, hey, this isn't me, this is God, he has changed my life. So my challenge for you is find the joy in those tribulations, is that easy? No. Look to God, pray, surround yourself with people who can pray for you and go to God, go to the word, get encouragement from scripture and face that trial head on, whatever it may be. Let God lead you and form and shape you through it. It's not gonna be easy, but the end result's going to be amazing. Before you go, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you, God, and I thank you that you will never leave us nor forsake us god i thank you that you are always with us i thank you that you have overcome this world god i pray that as we go through hard times god that you would just help our hearts to be in the right spot so that you can form and shape us into your image god into the image of your son so that others can see god and we can point them to you that they may be saved. And I thank you for that. Go before us this week, God, and just help us to know that nothing gets to us without first going through you. I Thank you for that. We pray these things in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Now, everybody said, Amen. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. <music>